to the Hugh Duos feature episode. We are titling Cartoons and Pizza. We've been teasing it the last few weeks, and finally, yeah. it's here. We're talking cartoons. We're eating pizza. Mm-hmm. And uh, this episode, well, let's just be honest. We were, we were 80s kids. Yep. We were, we're, I was born in 1980. You were born in... 1984. In 1984. So mid to late 80s, we watched a lot of cartoons. Going oh, in the God, early 90s, yeah. we watched a lot of cartoons. Nowadays, we probably don't watch so many cartoons because there's nothing good out there. Well, yep. yep we'll yep, even yep. talk about, we'll, we'll, we'll give a couple honorable mentions to some cartoons that are out in right now that we'll high five. But high our, five. True, our true passion for cartoons as kids growing up, we mm-hmm. were spoiled. And well, I, yes. I can't tell you, I see these cartoons on TVs that kids watch these days, and I'm like, man, you have no idea how spoiled. I was when it came to cartoons. Well, we also um, uh, did not have the 24-hour um, uh, cartoon networks. Nickelodeon was up in the early 90s, really, when they started doing cartoons. We didn't have Cartoon Network. Well, and we not everybody had cable, so we had Saturday morning cartoons. And one thing that they – which don't exist anymore, another thing that doesn't exist anymore is on network television, on your local Fox affiliate, local ABC, NBC, you had after-school cartoons – Get home from school, watch cartoons, and step. I I can still remember when um uh, they stopped showing cartoons on those networks and started showing the the courtroom shows instead. Yep. And a little part of my childhood died that day. And then the newscast too. They yes. always had like five o'clock news and yeah. The I I, I hear I, I I see you, man. And you know when we were in the late eighties, early nineties, yeah, cable was out. But you mentioned Nickelodeon, and Nickelodeon didn't come out swinging with cartoons. No, they had a lot of their own original program. They had yeah. Hey Dude. I love the be- it. the best show on Nickelodeon was Double Dare. Yeah, Double and Dare and Family a- Double Dare. Who who didn't a show? Wanna- I wish they would still bring back. Who didn't want to be on Double Dare? How do you not bring back Double Dare by now? Oh yeah, because we you know what we have another show called The Outsiders where we talk about sports. Could you imagine us being on that as a radio show as The Outsiders? Oh my god! Would you want to make Dave do a physical challenge? Yes. <laughs> make I just want to slide down something, grab flags, and go into a bunch of slime. I, me too. Oh. I mean, that was so awesome. I, I if I could find don't forget, Double Dare on DVD, I will totally. Don't forget buy it. what would you do? The one where they got the pies in the face. Yep, that was another good one. I, I mean, Nickelodeon had a lot of those shows. They didn't even have a lot of cartoons. Now no. Nickelodeon is full of cartoons. Oh yeah, I mean, you remember some of their cartoons? I, 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 one that I, I'm probably going to mention as an honorable mention. Rugrats was a good one. Doug was another good one. They had all sorts of good cartoons on in the from the early '90s to the mid '90s, but things have changed so epically. Since we the time we were kids to now, yeah, and that's over the course of thirty years. So, uh, Brad Bristow on Twitter at Outsider Brad. Yes, I'm Metal me. John on Twitter at Metal John Radio. Uh, we normally use our uh, podcast here to you know the various episodes talking about some of the TV, pop culture, movies, things like that that we watch on a regular basis. But you know, we figure we you know start doing these feature episodes where we wanted to just kind of put. Uh, an emphasis on on one particular thing. I know right. coming up, we will have a feature episode about Batman where we're going to talk nothing about Batman. Batman versus Superman Batman, Batman, is coming Batman, on. Batman. So we will definitely have that. But this episode, we want to just put it all about cartoons. And we're going to, we've put together a list. We put together our top six. Six. Because we're not going to do top five because everybody, that's top five. We're yes. doing top six. Top six cartoons from the late 80s to the early 90s. Or anywhere in between that right. we just love the ones and we ch- still love. The ones from our childhood. The ones yes. that we fondly remember that 
I I'll be honest. I have some of these ones actually on DVD. I go back. I'm like, wow, that's not as nearly as fun as I remember it, but it still has Ooh. great memories. All right. Well, we're gonna start with our number six. Brad, you go with your number. Number six. six this is um something that you don't get anymore. It's the after school cartoons, Tiny Toon Adventures, aired on Fox in this area. One of my favorite. I loved Buster Bunny. He was my boy. <laughs> I did. I was. I didn't watch Tiny Toons. The Blue Bunny. I didn't watch Tiny Toons, but I, I'm good with your. I'm good with. I'm good with that. Do you have it on DVD or? I do not have that one on DVD, but you know that's one of the ones I think I can. If I were to look into YouTube, I could probably find episodes. All right. But it was a. That was a very very fun one. So not. Well, but I just love that one. I remember getting home from school every day. I believe it aired at three thirty on Fox. And just sitting down and watching it and enjoying it. Completely. When was it? Was this like eighty seven or eighty eight? Was... I think this was um eighty nine until like ninety three. Okay. So my number six, Brad, I know is probably going to be a little bit higher on your list, but it's my number six, Ghostbusters, the nineteen eighty six cartoon the series. The real Ghostbusters, yes. by the way. Don't you have to get that I'm right because there was another Ghostbusters. Yep, the real Ghostbusters. RGB. The 1986 series, 65 episodes. DVDs are out right I now. I own them. Volume 1 and Volume 2, you got them both? I own the complete series. The, right. the the box that was 100 bucks from Time Life. Oh, nice. Okay. Because you could buy Volume 1 and Volume 2 if you want to. Um I, I almost I, I brought it in. Th- I need to get those. All right. I didn't know that they had a, a big They have set. a complete set. It is awesome. You get to see every movie, I mean, every episode. And the one I got came with the unaired pilot, which was just basically an extended title sequence. But we'll talk about this more when we get to it on my list, which, yes, it is much higher, but it was amazing for its time. One, th- one thing we're going to throw in here when we're going through our cartoons is to throw out Toys and favorite toys related yes, to those cartoons. So this is one of the ones I'm going to throw out there. Here's here's on my toy list from the Ghostbuster series. I had obviously the main characters. I had the Stay Puft. I had the Ecto One. That was it. One thing I did not have that I wanted, but obviously it was too expensive. Was the firehouse? I had everything. I had the guys, and I didn't have the proton pack, which which I had. Oh. I had. This is what I had from the re- from the real Ghostbusters. I had Ecto-1, I had Ecto-2, I think I also had Ecto-3. Um, I had all the guys, a bunch of ghosts. I had the firehouse, and I had a proton pack. Jelly. And a trap. You had a trap? I oh. had a trap. So, and that was what the one thing you really needed when you were playing with your friends. Um, um, all had the proton pack. It's like, no one's got a trap, no one's got a trap. Oh, no! And um, let me just um, uh, since we're um, uh, going. It's funny, I'm talking about this. You're wearing a Ghostbuster shirt, right? Yes, yes, I am. Um, As we go into full 100% detail, this is number one on my list. Um, Since we're getting into full detail on the real Ghostbusters, this was my number one favorite cartoon show. I have so many great memories from this. I can. I knew it was gonna be on your list, but I I threw it on my. One of my favorite. One of my favorite things is you'd be watching the episode, and things are, are starting to get real. And then the Ghostbusters theme song would play, and you'd be like, yes! Best part of the episode is whenever the theme song would start to play. Because that's when they started kicking ass. <laughs> All right. Okay. Going on, number five on your list, Mr. At Outsider Brad on Twitter. Yes, I am, at Metal John Radio. Now, this is going to be high on your list. You're going to call this blasphemy. Batman the Animated Series. Hmm. There's my number one. <laughs> since you're throwing out number one, since we're spoiling number ones already. Spoilers! 
All right, so you're number five. Why is it your number five? Uh, you What'd know you what? love about it? Everything. You uh, know, it was a great everything. series. My problem is, my. I mean, I've come to appreciate it more and more as I've grown older, but when I was a kid, probably a lot of it was just a touch over my head because you're about four years older than me, so... It was a lot more serious than every other cartoon on television. And it was dark. And it was dark. And most and it's of it- still I, relevant today. And most it's of it didn't- awesome today. Most of it went over my head. It's like, yeah, okay. It was a more serious, lacked jokes, so it just didn't really appeal to me. But as I watch it more and more, watched it more and more now, and um, this one used to be on Netflix. I don't think it is anymore. But, you know, it was a very fun series to watch. And, you know- Questions about the stylization of the time period uh, you can bring up because, you know, I have no idea when it is actually set. It, it kind of has a futuristic look 30, to it. 30s, but 50s, Art Deco weirdness. It was really weird, but it's a very fun series, and you got to see a couple Robins. Yeah, I got a couple of Robins. You actually got a lot of the villains, too, where you go back and you catch – I've got them all on DVD. They've got, like, of volume course. one, two, three – and I've watched them all. And, and what's great about going back and re-watching them is you'll come up to some of these villains. You're like, man, this villain would be awesome in a movie. Like the Ventriloquist. Yes. You know, uh, Killer Croc. I mean, uh, it what's cool, too, is you watch this and you're like, whoa, there's Talia al Ghul. More- like, that's so awesome. They put Talia and Roz in here. And they were only in like two episodes. But I also love how they gave origin stories to a lot of the characters, right. too, where they had like the birth of this character, episode one, episode two. It was like a two-part episode. Mm. They really put a lot of detail right. and tried to stay as true as they possibly could to like the comic story, more, which was awesome. But more importantly, and I know this is the one that you're going to want to bring up that made it so special for you, the creation of Harley Quinn. Yes. I knew that was going to be the main oh. reason why you love it. Because this um, uh, cartoon, unlike almost every other um, cartoon that will probably be on this list, had such a real-world effect on the comic book world because it created one of the most iconic, I'll say it, iconic villains of a comic book generation in Harley Quinn. Yeah. I mean, everyone else was already established. She got put into Batman canon because of this television series. That's how much she was able to catch on. And, and that is utterly amazing to me. And I'm really not going to lie, but I feel like the animated series did such a great job at hooking our generation into the Batman stuff that it really, if it wasn't for that series, I don't know if the movie franchise would be what it is now. Like, well, the bat. I mean, um, now, now comic book movies are coming out every week, right. but like when Batman 89 came out, then Batman Returns and Forever, and then all of a sudden Spider Man. And, and then Joel Schumacher did everything out, he like could really... to kill um, superhero movies with yeah. uh, with those two Batman movies that he got to direct. Yeah. But all right, as as you already know, that'll be my number one coming up. So uh, moving your... on to my number five. Yes. Animaniacs. That is one of my honorable ma- mentions. All right. That well, was the, about the same time as Tiny Toons. It was kind of different. But it I ran really from 1993 lo- to 1999 on Fox Kids. Then it was on the WB. 99 total episodes. Just missed that Hunsky. Yeah. Ouch. Uh, Steven Spielberg, exec- executive producer. Steven Spielberg. Let's be honest. From in the early ni- in the nineties, had a lot of great ones. Tiny Toons was one of his, actually. Nice. That's another one that was one of his toys. Um, but the Animaniacs. Obviously, the main focus was Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. One of my favorite catchphrases. That is still a catchphrase today for wait, me. Wait, 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 wait. Two words. Hello, nurse. Yes. Okay. Love it. Okay. I Love did. Hello Nurse. 
Okay, for me, my favorite part about Animaniacs outside of Yakko, Wacko, and Dot, two people. Pinky and the Brain. Yes. Everybody loved Pinky and the Brain, but I did not care for the Pinky and Brain spinoff show. Really? I wasn't a fan of it. I liked Pinky and the Brain when they were part of Animaniacs and their episode was like a like a four-minute episode. But I liked I didn't the, like them stretched out. Did Did you ever see the Christmas special? The Pinky and the Brain Christmas special? It's mm. awesome. But man, It'll talk, make you weep at the ta- end. Talk about one of the best cartoons that, like, when you're a kid, you're like, this is cool. It, it, sort of, it was sort of a parody. Sort of makes fun of Looney Tunes. Sort of makes yes. fun of, of that, you know, and has a uh, lot of adult hu- humor. That oh, God, yes. When I got these on DVD and rewatched them, I was in tears laughing. Like, some of the jokes in there How are so adult. get away with that? Yeah. Um, I love the, uh, it, like you mentioned peeking the brain, some of the other, um, uh, characters that had their own little, uh, I don't know, little bits on there. The mm-hmm. good feathers. Yeah. Remember the three, uh, the three pigeons that slappy, the squirrel, slappy squirrel. I loved her buttons and Mindy Remember <laughs> buttons and Mindy. Okay. Why? lady, I'm not mama. I, I'm not lady. I'm mama. Okay. Why? lady. Yeah. Why? 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 <laughs> Okay, lady. Bye, bye. I love you. Call bye, me bye, mama. No, okay, lady. I love oh, you. Bye, bye. I love it. Uh, and then one of my favorites was just like a quick thing they would do coming in and out of commercial breaks. Good idea. Bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's. Good. Talk here's here's one for you. I, one of my favorites I can remember. Good idea. Throwing a penny into the fountain. Bad idea. Throwing your cousin Penny into the fountain. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, four volumes on DVD. They were released in 2006, 2007, and 2013. I just realized I don't have volume four, so I need to go buy that. All right. Animaniacs is number five on my list. Moving on to number four. What Darn, is I your was, number four, Brad? My number four. Um, uh, before Actually, before we get to number four, I want to share with you one thing. This is um, a courtesy of Fox. And their capitals. One of the best things. Okay. Education. <laughs> Here goes. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Indianapolis, Indiana, and Columbus is the capital of Ohio. There's Montgomery, Alabama, south of Helena, Montana. Then yes, they taught you things. The Boise, like the 50 Idaho, state capitals. And they would put in a lot of little jokes in there, too. Which mm-hmm. And that was one of my favorite things, when they would do things like this. I think this is how I learned the state capitals, by the way. But regardless, my number four. Spider-Man, the animated series, my first Saturday morning cartoon that we're going to talk about. Oh. This was a very fun series um, because while Batman, the animated series, had a lot of great stories, they weren't serialized. It was episode one week, and then maybe you'd get a two-parter, but each episode was independent of one another. With Spider-Man, the animated series on Fox, every episode was connected. I mean, you would see... Like um, uh, Neogenic Nightmare, Chapter 17. Every episode was connected. It was the for my pretty much my first um, time of seeing serialized stories in television form. Because I didn't watch the dramas back then. This was all I had for it, seeing <laughs> that. I mean, some of the animation was hit or miss. And quite frankly, when I watch some of the episodes now, they are kind of laughable. But for me, watching being a Spider-Man fan and starting to read the comic books then... This is the one that was the first pretty much superhero show I really started watching regularly. Really? See, yes. I I was I be honest with you, I didn't watch any superhero shows other than Batman the animated series. You see, this I one didn't watch was... the Superman one, I didn't watch the Spider-Man one, I didn't watch any of them. 
See, the, you missed out on this now. one. This one was a lot of fun, and I um, uh, feel bad for you that you missed out on this episode. I mean, this series, because it was a lot of fun to be able to see, like, okay, the story keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. I could have imagined us doing um, a, you know, a preteen version of the Hillcrest duo back in the early 90s. Hello and welcome to the you. <laughs> and that's what would have happened. But that's what happened, because everything was serialized. Did you have Spider-Man toys? Oh, God, I had so many Spider-Man toys. The worst thing about me for my toys was with um, Ghostbusters, with Spider-Man, is you would get, like, the slime. My mom took it away from me. She what? didn't tr- She didn't trust me not to make a mess, Aww. which is probably pretty wise to um, not trust me not to make a huge mess with that stuff because I would have gotten it everywhere. Aww. Were you allowed to play with the slime? Uh. Yeah, I think I was fine with it. Like I, I, I remember it ever getting taken away from me. I didn't have. A whole, I, had a, I didn't have a lot of the toys with the slime though. Because I had the Spider-Man big play set that was like um, a back alley corner. Because you remember, because you remember back in the '90s with the cartoons, like the Batmobile would go through these boxes that you would never get. Yeah, those were always the best. Like, I want the boxes though. <laughs> yeah. Commercial and then you're stuck like stealing cereal boxes and any other boxes that like pow, pow. you had stuff in. Oh, going back to Ghostbusters, I forgot to mention this. Of course, since I had the firehouse and the car, did what happened at the beginning of every episode, ram the car through the doors. Boom. Every single time. But yes, I had a lot of the Spider-Man toys and it was just like, okay, Spider-Man, you're going to go beat up this guy because he's <laughs> stealing and he's bad. And of course, just the classic role playing. Did you have Batman toys? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I had a lot of Batman toys. But you know what's funny about that? Did I you did, have? I a... didn't have. I didn't have many Batman the animated series toys. Really? I had Batman 1989 movie toys. Did... I had the 89 Cave. I had the 89 Batmobile. I had. Okay, I was like, I had the 89 the... Batman. I had the Bob from Batman 89. Bob, the action figure Bob. I had. And then with Batman Joker? Returns, I had the Penguin. I had Catwoman. The Joker was Batman the Animated Series Joker. I had I had that. So Joker. you had so you had um uh, Batman eighty nine beating up Bat- animated series Joker. Yes, eh, it works. It kind of mor- it kind of works. It, it I didn't. Works. But you know what's funny? You didn't notice. I, I, I a friend of mine just sent me this link yesterday. DC Collectibles just launched a new set of toys coming out in September for Batman the Animated Series, Ooh. and they look exactly like they do in the cartoon. Well, Metal John's investing in toys. Yes, I will. Lots and lots of toys. All right, so my number four uh, on our top uh, cartoons uh, from the late 80s, early 90s growing up, my number four, this is going to be high on your list too, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the 1987 to 1996 series, one of the longest running cartoons animated series. That is my number three, actually. That was on for almost 10 years, 193 episodes. They're all available on DVD. I actually have bought a few for my nephew. Well, you have to. You're a good um, because I I know turtles is still relevant now. They still have turtles cartoons on now. But I'm like, I told his dad who who used to watch these with me. I'm like, no, no, no. You watch. You make them watch the same ones we watched. Those are the good turtles. No, actually, I have watched the more recent one. It's actually very good and very fun. Really? Yes, I've watched it. It's fun. So so kids these days have one good cartoon. You should definitely (laughs) get. You should DVR it and give it a go. It's fun. Well, now, speaking of toys for that series, oh, I, had, God, I had all of the yes. Turtles, Did I up. had the Shredder, I had the Splinter, but I did not have any vehicles, I didn't have the sewer set. I still have 
my um, uh, turtle van somewhere. Oh, that's right. It's falling apart. No, my brother had the turtle van. So me and my brother around this time, because we were both big turtle fans, um, he he had a lot of turtle toys. I had a lot of turtle toys. We've kind of put them together. He had yes. the van. I did not have the van. Ah, um, well, but I, I had a lot of the extra. Here's the thing, though: is I had a lot of Batman stuff. So I had all, I had all the big Batman toys. He had all he had the big turtle stuff. Man, we had a couple of like cool little like turtle. Um, uh, you know how they have like the uh, they had like a turtle like air hockey type type oh. game. You know, uh, we we had that. Man, we had a lot of turtles themed toys growing. Yeah, up. Yeah, there was so many of the turtles themed toys. Um, I remember I had a bunch of them. That, the only one I specifically remember that was kind of weird was one where you could um morph it from the being an actual turtle to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Whoa. It was this really weird one, and I don't know why they did that, but I just remember that one. It was basically their version of a Transformer, which That's I'm sure awesome. is somewhere on your list, but um, you said my number three, which is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was a fun show, and, you know, it had to... It, Kevin Eastman, the creator of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, was worried about um, uh, taking his um, uber-violent comic book and t- making it a kid's show, but it worked out for him. It worked out because not only was it something that our generation fell in love with, but kids now still love the Turtles, and they're still into the Turtles. Do, do, Even do, though, do, 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 like you do, said, the, do, the comic do, was kind of violent, do, 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 do you think do, we'll do, do. ever see... In our lifetime, like a, a true, like really violent, you mean like the, like you, like a turtles an, an movie. adaptation of like the first five um issues of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from the original. I doubt it. I mean, it would be cool. Do you maybe, well, maybe like ten years from now? Maybe after maybe. like this movie franchise kind of phases out, maybe they'll bring it back. Because I think we've I think with Deadpool, we've kind of seen this resurrection of R-rated comic book movies, right. which. Isn't the first R-rated comic book no. movie. There's a lot of others out there, but this is kind of like said, "Hey, look, we can kill it at the box office with you, this." You do know what happens in the first issue of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Does April die? Um, Shredder dies. Oh, they kill um, uh, They commit seppuku on him and cut his head off. Ooh! <laughs> first issue out of the box. Shredder dead. So I guess they only need one movie then. Well, one R-rated they, movie. <laughs> They um uh he's not really dead but still that it gets very dark very fast. All right, but that is my number three. So I guess um since your number four gave my number three, we'll go right into your number three. My number three is one that is not on your list, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's one you never even watched. Yeah, you ready? Yep, yep. Cops. Cops. Central Organization of Police Specialists. It ran from 1988 to 1989, only 65 episodes. There was also a comic book series, 15 issues from DC, and it was based on a toy line called called Cops and Crooks, which next to my Batman toys, I probably, actually, now that I think about it, I had more cops toys than any toys. I did not even know that one. I remember a police. It's crime fighting time. Oh, my God. Uh, so, so, So it focused on these... Specialist police guys with nicknames like Bulletproof, who is the lead cop, Long Arm, Hardtop, Sundown, Sergeant Mace, Barricade, Mainframes, Metal, Bowser and his dog Blitz. Metal? Yeah. Can I just pretty much tell you what they did here? What? They took G.I. Joe and they put it in a police department. Pretty much. 
the, the gang, Big Boss and his gang of crooks, Berserko, Rock Crusher, Misdemeanor, Turbo Two-Tone, Dr. Misdemeanor. Dr. Bad Vibes, and my favorite was Buttons McBoom Boom. Buttons McBoom Boom Brad wore a purple pinstripe suit with a top hat, and his vest opened up, and two machine guns popped out. Like, kind of right where his chest is. Like, two okay. machine guns popped out. And then he had a guitar case he would walk around with, and his guitar case had a gun in it, too. Basically, every episode like would feature two or three of the crooks like robbing a bank robbing a jewelry store and then the specialist police force going after him dude they had so many toys with this like every character had their toy um they uh also had um a helicopter which was huge it was probably the biggest toy helicopter i ever had in my life it fit two full-size like seven inch figures in it oh my god um the the cop cars, the motorcycles, the bad guys had uh, had like a little buggy that looked like something out of Mad Max. They had a jailbird e- e- uh, air speeder. DVDs were released in 2011, Volume One, Volume Two. Like I said, only 65 episodes. It's not a show that a lot of people remember because it was only on for two years. But man, was I hooked on that! I had the toys. I watched every episode. I loved that show. You clearly did, and I just can't wait to hear you talk about your um, number two since you and I both have our number ones knocked off. So moving on to my number two, it aired on ABC, um, Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, That was my second. I had a real time to determining which one was going to be number one, which was going to be number two. But this was one of those weird shows. Once again, it had some serialized um, formula to it. And what made it really bad for people like me who loved it, after two seasons, they had the season finale, which ended up being the series finale. It ended on a cliffhanger. It ended on a cliffhanger. So you never got to know what happened to Sonic the Hedgehog and all his friends. Was it? Was it basically? Did it end on a cliffhanger on purpose, or was it like it ended on purpose? They just didn't renew like another season of it. They they thought they were going to get a third season, but ABC had this weird rule that we're only going to do two seasons of a cartoon, two seasons, and that's it. And apparently, no one told the people at Deke about this, so ended up. They have the Deke as in D I C D I C. That's uh, that's who did uh, cops, by the way. I oh, love Deke. when I was rewatching the DVDs. It's like Deke. I'm like Deke oh. at the very end. Well, Deke, <laughs> Deke did a lot of things. Deke did what? another one of my honorable honorable mentions, which I'll mention later. But Deke, Deke. <laughs> but once again, it ended on this cliffhanger, and it's just so depressing. And obviously, when it ends on something like that, it just sticks in your mind for 20 damn years. And I still would love to see what would want to know what would have happened, but. Oh, well, it was one of my favorite. There weren't many toys. That you should try along. to find the writer on Twitter or something and ask him, be like, dude, how, how did I, it end? I think I um, actually looked up how it ends, and I was a little disappointed, which is why there are people who do their own comics and just based on that that I remember looking at when I was much younger. But still. It was what was the cliffhanger, though? Um, basically, it looks like they finally defeated Dr. Robotnik, but his little lackey escaped, and he had an ally with him that you never got to see. It was just two glowing red eyes. Oh. And he um, avowed vengeance against the Freedom Fighters. And. Aw. Okay, That's... but that, yes, yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog, known as Saturday AM on ABC, is my number two. Obviously, my number one is the real Ghostbusters. No need to go into that anymore. 
Metal John, what is your number two before so we can start discussing some of our honorable mentions? So my number two, I I did think about would this fit in this podcast because we we were talking about cartoons growing up, late 80s, early 90s. I did a little research just to verify, and this cartoon started in 1993. So, yeah, I was 13, but still one of my favorite cartoons as a kid. Cause oh, jeez, don't you dare. South Park. Beavis and Butthead! Oh, I would... Okay. <laughs> Beavis and Butthead! Well, I thought, I was th- thinking more like it the ran after for, school It ran from 93 to 97, morning. and uh, they had the movie Do America, which came out in 96. I was working in a movie theater when that movie came out. Nice. Yes. Um, there was also a Marvel comic from 94 to 96. I have all the issues. Good for you. You collected comic books. Um, I still have them. That's that's well, yes. that's the impressive thing. I still have them. I'm proud. Um, of but yeah, Beavis and Butthead. I remember when it first aired. Um, a lot of parents would not let their kids watch it. My parents really had no idea what Beavis and Butthead was. They didn't really know and the you controversy didn't tell behind them. it. And me and one of my buddies, this guy Matt, um, who I was friends with. Uh, we used to watch at his place, but he he was one of the cool kids that had a VCR in his room. So <gasps> oh I brought over God. a VHS tape, and he recorded on VHS as many episodes as he possibly could. So I have episodes at home on VHS that have all the music videos in them, which awesome. the DVDs do not. Um, and I've got episodes with fire in it because I remember they took fire out after about one season. They got a lot of a lot of complaints about them putting fire in there. I'm like, I, first of all, I'm thinking the whole time, I'm like, who's letting their kids watch Beavis and Butthead? But when you think about it, Beavis and Butthead paved the way for South Park. Yes. It paved the way for the raunchy, like, Archer type type yep, cartoons. Yep, 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 yep. You know, it all started with Beavis and Butthead. And now it's like, you can watch Beavis and Butthead and be like, this isn't so bad compared no. to what else is out there. It's <laughs> but, infantile. It's stupid, but it ain't too bad. And and I know we mentioned, we've talked on our sports show, The Outsiders, about Super Bowl halftime shows. Beavis and Butthead, they used to do the butt bowl at halftime of the Super Bowl, the butt bowl. where it was a special episode that only aired during halftime of the Super Bowl. Um, so anyways, like I said, I've got VHSs with, uh, with the episodes, including music videos. I also have the DVDs. Got the movie, of course. The 2011 revival for uh, for one season. Um, yeah. I feel like I'm partially responsible for that. Do you want to know why? You signed a petition? No. So in 2009 or 2010, it was one of those two years, I went to a special screening of a Mike Judge movie, Yeah. which is escaping me. This is the one with... Uh, Ah, uh, damn it. It's not Office Space. It's one he just did, like, back in 2009, 2010. I don't remember. Anyways, no. Mike Judge was Regardless. there. Regardless. Mike Judge was there for a Q&A, and I asked him a question. I said, I am a huge Beavis and Butthead fan. My question is, will you do some voices for me? My second question is, will we ever see a revival for Beavis and Butthead? Two years later, a revival for Beavis and Butthead came out. Congratulations. And there was no plans for a revival. He, he, when he answered the question, he goes, we don't have plans for a revival, but we have thought about doing little bits with Beavis and Butthead in, in other movies. Like, nice. for example, the movie Airheads. Uh, Beavis and Butthead called into the radio station. Did yes. something. They actually thought about doing um, Beavis and Butthead in office space. He's like, we actually were going to do a Beavis and Butthead thing in office space where they call tech support. So you don't, ah. you don't see them. You just hear them, like, you know, calling tech support about something. Uh, so he, he kind of threw that out there. But, yeah, so anyways, we had a revival for one season, which was badass. Um Quick note on toys. I had a lot of Beavis and Butthead toys, collectibles. Yeah. I still, to this day, have a pair of Beavis and Butthead slippers that my friend Matt bought for me in the eighth grade. Okay. Um, I guess speaking of toys, we we talked about toys. Did your toys ever team up? 
to take down bad guys. Oh, of course. D- did the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles team up with Batman to take down the Joker and um, uh, Shredder? Oh, yeah. Just oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you when you're like me and you only have like like we talked about the firehouse, the sewer set, the Bat Cave. My big one was the Bat Cave. Right. So everything took place at the Bat Cave. You know the oh my you know, god, Batman because the '89 Batman Bat Cave had a little jail cell in it. Uh-huh. So you know I could throw whatever bad guys I want in that little jail cell. <laughs> um, I had the Batmobile. I had obviously a lot of those, a lot of the um, turtles, uh, cars. You know another another set of toys I had, which did not have a cartoon series, but I had a lot of toys for it. Was the Food Fighters? Food Fighters. Private yes. Pizza, Major Munch, Sergeant Scoop, Chip the Ripper, the Cookie. Um, yeah, okay. I had a lot of the Food Fighters and their toys. So they, yeah, they helped. They helped team up. Batman Sp- helped take them down. Spider Man and the Turtles teamed up a lot for me. But um, let's get into some of our honorable mentions as we are running a little low on time here for the this um, special feature episode of the Hillcrest Duo Cartoons and Pizza. Um, one of my um. Uh, favorite ones that did not make the list it's another saturday morning one it's another one from deke inspector gadget that's that's an honorable mention 1983 don Knotts says um inspector gadget why can't they resurrect that as a movie because the matthew broderick movie oh you do realize you there's um, a new car there's a cartoon version on netflix right a series what yeah <laughs> get my notes up. There's a, I mean, it's not nearly as good, but it's um, actually basically set 20 years after the cartoon with Penny as an agent. Oh. And uh, Inspector Gadget gets called out of retirement. Was was Penny one of your cartoon crushes? Yeah, I guess, kind of. You know what my biggest cartoon crush was? I just was? wanted her um, book, too, though. Yeah. I mean, next to Harley Quinn, my other big cartoon crush, Judy Jetson from the Jetsons. Wow. I loved me some Judy Jetson. Um, okay, another my, – uh, my, 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 I have two more honorable mentions. I've got a couple, so here, I'll throw out one for you. Okay. The 1992 X-Men series. Oh, yes. You, that okay. was a great, another great thing – I mean, that was, that was borderline hitting my top six. But another thing for you, just a comic book that you might want to read is Marvel Comics is producing a comic called X-Men 92 – that's just basically con- a continuation of that series. So if you ever oh, just want to jump into I love a comic Morph. book shop, remember Morph? That was oh, a, Morph my, was so that cool. was my friend's favorite character. Despite I loved the, Morph too, despite <laughs> the he fact, could be anybody. <laughs> despite the fact that he blew it all in his first episode. <laughs> uh, clean sailing from here. Boom, 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 Dad. Yeah. Okay. My, uh, here's another honorable mention for you. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, 1983. Everyone says that, but I'm going to go with another one. I want to go with some of the other uh, other under-the-radar ones. Police Academy. Ooh. The Police Academy cartoon show. I don't think I, I ever had watched some that. Of, I had some of the toys. This was um, a weekday morning cartoon because, once again, there was the weekday after-school shows. This was the before-school show, like at 6.30 on WPWR, Channel 50 in Chicago. Ooh, the U. The no, that was WPWR. U is Channel 26. Oh, okay. Get it right. It's WPWR Channel 50. But this was another one of my favorite ones. It, I think it pretty much aired after RoboCop. Oh, the RoboCop it, the cartoon. The RoboCop cartoon as well. Another um, a weekday morning cartoon. And, uh, but it was just a fun show. It was silly. It was funny. And obviously it had all the characters from, I believe, the second one. Everybody loves Mahoney. <laughs> all right, I got another one for you. Yeah? I'm going to see if you can guess it with... A, a catchphrase. Yeah. When our four rings combine. What, with your powers combined, 
I'm Captain Planet. 1990. Captain Planet, he's a hero. Gonna take pollution <laughs> down to zero. Gonna Look at you. Put a... <laughs> Sounds like this one was on your top seven. It, it, was, one of my <laughs> it was one of my favorites as well. Um, oh, I also love the 1987 DuckTales cartoon. Oh, DuckTales. Duck that's Tales another one. Awesome. That's another. I can put that. If I were to sing that one, that song would be stuck in your head for the next five weeks. <laughs> oh. Life is like a hurricane <laughs> here in Duckburg. We scarcely lasers, aeroplanes. All right, enough for the karaoke. Okay, okay right. one more, one more for me, because there were two Sonic the Hedgehog cartoons. Another one was an after-school one that was on Channel 50, just Sonic the Hedgehog. That's another one of my favorites. That's it. Thank you. Good night. No more singing from me until next week. All right, so that'll do it for... Our episode, Cartoons and Pizza, specialty episode, all talking about cartoons. I hope you enjoyed it. We had fun taping it, and uh, we'll have more specialty episodes coming up in the near future, uh, including a Batman feature. We're also going to do one. I think we're going to talk sitcoms, one of these uh, ones, because there's a lot of really good 90s sitcoms that I used to like to watch wow. growing up on. We're gonna, we'll are gonna we do a, a feature on those at some point, so more features coming up. But next week, we will return with a new episode of the Hillcrest Duo, catching you up on Gotham and The Walking Dead and all the other good shows. So thanks again for tuning in to our pizza and cartoon special i am on twitter at metal john radio i'm outsider brad on twitter have a good day